0: Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition, the podcast that loves your heart and wants it to beat like a drum for years to come. Today's episode is all about the heart plus the simple things that you can do from both a dietary and lifestyle perspective to strengthen and take care of the incredible muscle that's keeping you alive right now. We'll get the biological foundation sorted, then talk specific heart-smart nutrients, yes that means delicious food, as well as the general dietary recommendations to give your heart the love it deserves. You're never too old, or young for that matter, to start taking care of your heart. Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition with me, clinical nutritionist Belinda Martinella. If you're passionate about your health, have a craving for reliable information, or just want to hear some really awesome food facts, then I'm glad you're here. Each week, I'll discuss a new and interesting health topic packed full of delicious nutritional facts. Let me sift through all of the health and dietary jargon so you don't have to. It's time to get all the info you need to put your health first. What is the heart and what does it do? The heart is a cone-shaped organ located between the two lungs close to the left-hand side of the body. In the average adult female, the heart weighs approximately 200 grams or the size of a large orange with the skin on, while the average adult male's heart weighs 300 grams, which is about the weight of two individual-sized yogurt tubs. The heart rests on the diaphragm in the middle section of the chest cavity. Interestingly, despite the enormous role the heart plays within our body, it is surprisingly small and is only the size of a small closed human fist. The heart contracts continuously, functioning to pump out blood to the rest of the body. Now, it's estimated that the heart circulates the blood through approximately 100,000 kilometres of blood vessels, all without ever resting. So the next time you're thinking about how hard you work, spare a thought for your heart. Now, just quickly, the heart is divided into four chambers, two at the top, the atria, and two at the bottom, the ventricles. Now, the right side of the heart functions to collect deoxygenated blood or blood that has low oxygen and is involved with the pulmonary circulation, which is just a fancy way of saying that it moves blood between the heart and the lungs. The right atrium receives blood from three different veins, then the blood exits into the right ventricle the right ventricle then pumps blood to the lungs so that carbon dioxide can be dropped off and oxygen can be picked up now the left side of the heart receives oxygenated blood or blood that's high in oxygen from the lungs and is the pump for systemic circulation meaning that this pump sends the blood supply out to the entire body the left atrium forms the base of the heart the left ventricle the last of the four chambers in our very brief anatomy lesson, has the biggest workload and has the thickest wall. It pumps out the oxygenated blood into circulation, which passes through smaller arteries that carry blood throughout the entire body. In a heart-shaped nutshell, that is the heart and its function. So how do we keep it healthy through our diet? Poor diet is one of the leading risk factors for heart disease in Australia, So what we eat and drink impacts several risk factors, including blood pressure, cholesterol, weight, and the risk of diabetes. There are many nutrients that we can include in our everyday diets to directly help support our hearts. In terms of specific nutrients, I actually came across at least 18 that nourish and support the heart. So for today, I've picked three individual nutrients. The first one is magnesium magnesium is essential for the normal rhythm of the heart and a healthy cardiovascular system this mineral can protect cardiac cells from damage and improves the energy status of the heart cells which is obviously very important considering it's a muscle that never stops so if you want to increase your daily magnesium intake include foods such as eggs leafy greens like rocket spinach kale silver beet rainbow chard cacao almonds cashews pumpkin seeds kelp or seaweed brewers yeast and buckwheat next we have calcium calcium is essential for healthy function of the heart plus the contractions including our heartbeat calcium is also required for the regulation of blood pressure and blood clotting studies have shown that a deficiency of calcium is associated with hypertension or high blood pressure food sources of calcium include tin sardines and salmon with the bones almonds tahini sesame seeds leafy green vegetables like spinach broccoli bok choy dried figs and high quality dairy products and last but not least we have potassium so potassium is an essential mineral needed for maintaining a healthy cardiovascular system particularly when it comes to blood pressure potassium can enhance normal muscle contraction too so food sources of potassium include all vegetables plus avocado apricots, bananas, almonds, cashews, pecans, sunflower seeds and potatoes. When it comes to general healthy eating to protect the heart, the following suggestions are highly recommended. Eat plenty of vegetables, fruits and whole grains. Vegetables and fruits are some of the best foods for your heart, but a lot of Aussies aren't getting anywhere near enough. Fresh foods contain a variety of vitamins, minerals, fiber, and antioxidants, and studies have shown that these foods help prevent heart disease. Whole grains such as rice, oats, and high-quality grainy breads are full of fiber and can actually help lower cholesterol, which is a risk factor for heart disease. Include a variety of protein-rich foods in your diet. Some protein options are better than others when it comes to heart health, so be sure to pick the plant-based proteins such as beans, chickpeas, lentils, nuts and seeds, plus proteins such as fish and seafood. Eggs and poultry are also really good choices, while red meat should be limited to one to two times a week. Pick unflavored or no added sugar if you're including milk, yogurt and cheese in your diet. These foods can be an important source of vitamins and minerals, but be sure to pick the most heart-friendly version if you choose to include these. Include healthy fats and oils. Healthy fats can protect the heart, while unhealthy fats can increase your risk of developing heart disease. Healthy fats include things like avocado, nuts and seeds, as well as healthy oils, such as olive oil. Use herbs and spices instead of salt. Eating too much salt can lead to high blood pressure, which again is a risk factor for heart disease. On average, here in Australia, we're eating nearly double the recommended amount of salt each and every day. One of the best ways to reduce salt is to ditch processed foods and use fresh herbs from the garden or dried herbs and spices for flavour. Something else that can really help your heart is to reduce the amount of highly processed foods. It's really great for your heart. 35% of the average Australian diet is actually made up of processed foods such as baked goods, think cakes, biscuits and pastries, chocolate, chips, lollies or candy, sugary drinks, you know, like soft drinks, energy drinks, sports drinks, and then you've got takeaway food as well. These foods are usually high in added sugar, salt and saturated and trans fats, and they aren't part of the heart healthy diet. So try to have these foods occasionally and in small amounts. Another important thing is to avoid overeating. How much you eat is another important part of eating well for your heart. There are some foods we're eating too much of, some foods that we don't get enough of, and in general, the size of our meals have grown over time. This is where we really need to listen to our body and try to eat when we're hungry and stop when we're full. Make sure you're chewing your food, you're sitting down to eat, you're not inhaling your meals between meetings or school drop offs or sporting commitments. And remember to drink at least two litres of water each and every day to help reduce the risk of overeating as well as maintain good hydration. If you need some help with portion recommendations because we all require different amounts and there's so much contradicting, confusing information out there, make sure you get in touch with a clinical nutritionist like me for customised recommendations and advice. It's time for lifestyle factors, things that you can do from a lifestyle perspective to help keep your heart healthy. Physical activity. This is an important part of looking after your health and also your heart. It is a muscle after all. Remember that physical activity does not have to be super strenuous. Moderate intensity such as a brisk walk is great for your health. 30 to 45 minutes of movement is recommended most, if not every day. Manage your weight. Carrying extra weight around the middle is more of a health risk when it comes to heart health and your overall general health. Weight management is key. So make sure the foundation of your diet is plant-based whole foods. You're drinking plenty of water and getting regular daily exercise. Blood pressure. High blood pressure is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease. Things that can influence blood pressure include a family history, eating patterns, alcohol intake, weight, and the level of physical activity high cholesterol. There are two types of cholesterol. You have LDL cholesterol, which is labeled the bad cholesterol, and then you have HDL cholesterol, which is labeled as the good cholesterol. Having too much LDL or the bad cholesterol causes fatty materials to build up in arteries, which makes it harder for the blood to flow through. This is mainly caused by eating foods that are high in saturated and trans fats. Just think processed and deep fried foods. Smoking. Smoking directly affects the arteries that supply blood to the heart and other parts of the body. For heart health and overall general health, we'd be looking at reducing, eliminating and avoiding this if possible. And alcohol. Alcohol weakens and thins the heart muscle, affecting its ability to pump blood. It can also lead to high blood pressure, which is a risk factor for heart disease. Now, if this made you think, what about red wine? Let's talk about it. Is red wine good for the heart? Now, it has long been thought that in moderation, red wine might be good for the heart because it increases the good cholesterol and also contains flavonoids. In fact, there's lots of studies that back this up. But the bottom line is there are better ways to increase good cholesterol and consume flavonoids that bypass alcohol altogether, which is, of course, far better for your health. So eat a diet rich in whole foods and shift your focus to plant-based whole foods and include flavonoid-rich foods such as onions, kale, grapes, tea, berries, and tomatoes. Our heart is crucial for survival as it pumps blood around the body, delivering oxygen and nutrients to our cells, as well as carries away waste. This incredible muscle is at the center of our circulatory system and we can't live without our hearts. We can really support our hearts through diet by including specific nutrients such as magnesium, calcium and potassium and they can be found in foods such as eggs, leafy greens, think rocket, spinach, kale, silverbeet, rainbow chard, cacao, almonds, cashews, pumpkin seeds, tin sardines and salmon with the bones, tahini, sesame seeds, dried figs, high-quality dairy products, as well as avocado, apricots, bananas, pecans, sunflower seeds, and potatoes. General recommendations include eating plenty of vegetables and whole grains, choosing plant-based proteins, including healthy fats and oils, while incorporating herbs and spices for flavour, and avoiding salt. We really want to reduce highly processed foods, avoid overeating, include daily physical activity, manage blood pressure and weight, as well as reduce bad cholesterol. Oh, and also limit or exclude alcohol consumption and smoking. You know what they say, you can't beat a healthy heart. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining me today and learning all the things you need to know about nutrition and your body. If you want to learn more about today's topic or have a question you'd like answered, please jump onto my website, thetravellingnutritionistaustralia.com and find the podcast tab All the references are also available should you wish to dive a little deeper. Remember, it's not the things that you eat and do occasionally that matter. It's the things that you eat and do every day that really count. Until next time, always choose the good stuff because you and your health are worth it.